Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What do you think has been the key to the defense these last three games? Obviously overall, but particularly with the turnovers. They do a good job of running the ball, um, make opportunities when they have opportunities to be made. You know, I'd say it's tied in front and coverage is tied in well on the interceptions, but you know, rallying to the ball and um, you know, population and getting hands on the ball that's important. So you know, effort is a lot of it. Um, Again, coverage in front tied together, looks, um, you know, need to try to keep doing this. And I want to ask you about the, the fourth down decision around midfield in the second quarter. Did the, did the crowd influence you at all? Like, what happened there? It's, like, what, what, what happened there then, I guess? Uh, Saquon did. What did he say? He said, we'll get it, get, put it in my hands. I said, okay, let's go. Does he lose some uh, some voting power then after the result? No, no. Yeah, I like when when guys do that. Um, we would actually had it called on a third and one, and um, we had false started. So we go back to third and six and get it back close enough to do it. So the look wasn't exactly the same as it was on the third and one that we got, uh, but. You know, they were, it wasn't just Saquon, I'd say it was the linemen too. They were pretty comfortable with, you know, trying to um, run that play that we actually had called on third and one and, um, you know, give credit to Green Bay. They made a good play. Thanks. Yep. Tom Rock. Uh, Brian, I, I know this is probably going to gonna make you cringe a little bit. And I want to say that I'm not comparing Tommy to the greatest quarterback of all time, but you were on the staff in New England when the 199th pick came Tom. out of nowhere and took Tom. over the uh, team. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean we're four games in. I know, I know, I appreciate, uh, I do appreciate the question, but well, here's, well, here's what, here's what, I, here's what I wanted to ask you, Brian. Just what, what do you remember about about that? And and you know, when did when did guys start believing in the other Tom? Um. Whew. That's a long time ago. Um, yeah, I just say every situation is different. I couldn't give you, uh, couldn't probably give you the answer that you're looking for. Was, um, you know, I think we were one and three, something like that. But I, I couldn't give you a, a tangible story or anything like that. I mean, every there's a you know different time, different players, different team, but. Um, you know, obviously it's, it's well documented. Um, we're we're just trying to you know 
make a first down, execute in the red zone right now, and um, you know do a good job with our responsibilities where we're at. Let me let me try another one on you then. You had you mentioned it last night about uh, the pressures of performing in a city where you grew up, and you you had that at your last job, I guess. What, what was that like for you? And do you talk to Tommy at all about giving him advice for that situation? Yeah, I mean, I'll keep those those conversations private, but um, you know, it's a it's it's a little bit different because um, you know all your family, a lot of your family are around, so they they kind of live it with you, um, as compared to you know you're working you know somewhere else, you know maybe they're not right in the the boat with you, but they're right there. So there's a lot of things that are going on uh, for you. Um, you know, when you got to really do a good job of <clears throat> focusing on keeping the main thing, the main thing, um, which is your, your preparation. And, uh, you know, you can't get too high. You can't get too low. Um, it's not always going to be perfect. It's going to be people tugging at you in different areas. Um, so really, you know, the, the commitment of staying focused, of doing your job well is, is, is important. Thank you. You got it. Pat Leonard. Hey, Brian, uh, two young guys who I thought played well last night, Wanda Robinson and uh, Deontay Banks. What impressed you about uh, both of those players in that sure. game? And then what have you seen them kind of uh, how they've been growing up to that point? Yeah, I'd say both of the guys have good competitive toughness and, and stamina. Um, again, we've talked, you know, last week a little bit about Wandell and still coming back from, you know, a tougher injury, I would say, for a perimeter receiver and a, a player that uses his quickness and speed as his strength. Uh, but he's, you know, he's steadily gotten better, I'd say, physically, uh, which improves your confidence. In the last few weeks, you can really see explosive quickness. Uh, he ran some really good routes again, uh, was open quite a bit, had the big play in the run, played with toughness, I'd say played very competitively. Um, you know, for a smaller guy too, he was he was mixing it up pretty good. Um, and then Tay's been you know consistent for for a rookie in a, a tough position. You know, he's um, he's done a really nice job all year. Uh, again, another competitive uh, young player who loves the game of football. Um, you know, give Joe and and his staff a lot of credit for both of those guys for the work that they'd put into. You know the process of bringing them aboard the right kind of people and you know I had 12 tackles I think yesterday uh, which we knew was going to be an area for us that we had to do a good job of particularly how Green Bay liked to really stretch the the field horizontally in the running game and they made a few plays on us but we made a few plays you know none bigger than the two-point play but um, he's done a good job uh, with really everything we've asked him to do Pat I think he's uh, he's got a really good personality for that position um, and again, credit Joe and and the rest of those uh, scouting college scouts and area scouts um, for putting the work in for both those guys. But still, young players, uh, much like we talked about with Tommy, still have you know things we got to get better at. Thanks. Real quick, um, Paris Campbell was that a, a knee injury that kept him out of the game? Saw him pop up. There. Yeah. Well, he had it, he had it on on uh, Friday, but it was it was really a product of we had to get some more. We had to get Riley to the game based on where Dexter was and his pitch count. Ashawn with his, you know, we had um, Zay like he had a little bit of an ankle, so we had to have some backup plans. But it was really more of that uh, than than the knee. Thanks. Yep. Art Stapleton. Hey, Dave's. 
Parrot, how you doing? Good. Um, a little bit more on Wandell. Uh, just in terms of, you know, you obviously mentioned his size and the way he plays. It, it seems like you guys are able to use that to, to your advantage at, at times. And I know you mentioned the route running and really the explosion that he can have. But in today's game, I mean, I think even going into, you know, this season, there was so much talk about your, your receivers that you didn't have any big guys. You had a bunch of small guys around there, slot guys or what have you. Um, what about today's game allows you or allows a, a person of Wandell's size and skill set to really excel um, you know, the way the game sure. is played now. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say it's just the, it's the way the game's played now, Art. Um, again, receivers come in all shapes and sizes. Uh, you know, just go back to my years of, of coaching at New England. You know, we had David Patton, who was 5'9", Deion Branch, who was, you know, maybe 5'9", and Troy Brown that played pretty much the whole season. So, um, you know, then I've been around guys like B. Marsh, you know, you know the the object or the um, the goal of a receiver, the job requirements is to get open and, and catch the ball, um, and he has good spatial. You know, I'd say, look, you know, the game's a little bit more spread out than it was in years past, um, but he's you know he does a good job of reading the coverages the proper way, um, being where he's supposed to be. Again, I've said he's you know he's still working back to you know full health. I would say um, where he can. Put his foot in the ground or i mean if you really watch the route that that was a huge play for us in a two minute uh, the stem that he used and his quickness and his explosiveness to get back and beat the leverage of the db who wanted to stay outside of him um, you know i'd say that's been a work in progress up to this point just being able to do those type of things um, and i credit him a bunch because you know he's fought through it's you know it wasn't perfect you know it's it's a tough injury for particularly a guy that uses that quickness and, and that speed. But um, relative to, you know, years past or not, I, I think the game is a little bit more spread out. Uh, but, you know, I've had small receivers, tall receivers, you know, really fast receivers, some slow receivers. So, you know, their job is to, to make sure that we put them in the spots that they can excel in their route running. But they have to be able to, you know, recognize his coverages and, um, break off routes when they're supposed to break them out, sit when they're supposed to sit, you know, run away. And, um, you know, he's still obviously a young player, but I think the way he approaches the game, um, I really got a lot of respect for Wandell. I'm glad he's here. Yep. Please keep it to one question so we can get through as many of you as we can. We'll go to Ryan Dunleavy. I'm sorry. I'm going to break that. Just, I'm, I'm sorry, Maddie. I just, the uh, editors want to know, uh, before I get to my actual question, since you're so, you love a food joke, have you had the DeVito family cutlets? No. You, you ne he never brought them in. You never, you never have tasted nothing. Okay. No. I'm on a diet, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. The chocolate chip cookies fit in there, Dave's. I mean, come on now. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Brian, what about the uh, – you can see a guy's arm strength. You can see his mobility and stuff on film. What uh, about the nerves of steel that he showed in that drive last night? Did you know that was in him, or did you have to see that? And if you knew it was in him, how would you know it was in him without actually seeing it in a game? Was there something he showed you on film at Illinois? or Is it his personality? How would you know he was going to be able to do that before you actually saw it last night? Uh, I mean, you don't. Uh, but I certainly have um, 
confidence in him. That's why he was out there. Um, he's Again, he's done everything we've asked him to do since he's been here um, with his OTAs work and you know, leading up to training camp. He knows what he's supposed to do. He's look. We know he's got. You know, he knows he's got stuff to work on. But I think he sees the game pretty well. He sees coverages. He's you know he's usually one of those guys. Not usually. He is one of those guys. And for a young player, this is particularly at that position isn't always the case. Where when he comes off the, the sideline and you're <clears throat> asking him questions about why he did what he did, what he saw, uh, he's you know you watch the tape the following day and it's like, yep, that's exactly what happened. So, um, you know, he's continuing to improve, and, you know, that's what we'll try to do this week. Thank you. Yep. Paul Schwartz. Hey, Brian. Paul, how are you? Good, good. Um, um, I had seven questions, but I'll hold it to one. Um, you, you, you've um, been asked uh, the past couple of weeks about uh, your relationship with Wink. Um, this is not one of those questions, but um, when you when you look at um, your offensive coordinator, obviously he got a lot of um, attention last year for uh, Daniel's uh, progress and the way the offense played, got a bunch of uh, head coaching interviews. How has that dynamic in year two been with you and Mike um, with the offense not doing as well at times? Uh, because you mentioned him three or four times yesterday you yeah. know, praising him for certain things. Yeah, I think he's done a good job. Um, again, he's had a you know, move around a lot of pieces. He's shown really good leadership. Um, I think he's been instrumental in um, helping Tommy. Um, you know, he's a good communicator. He's got good vision. Uh, I thought he called a, another good game yesterday, and, um, you know, happy we have him. The, the real quick follow-up then. What, what did you like best? Can you listen you to Maddie? Now, uh, yeah, well, I sort of listened. But um, uh, this is uh, like a part two of the same question. When – when um, um, what did you like best about, you know, you mentioned a couple of play designs and, you know, timing of certain plays. You were in that role for a lot of years. Yeah. What did you like best about a certain thing that he did last night? Really, I just thought he had good flow. Um, you know, he was on he was on it quick. He knew exactly. He was decisive on what he wanted to do. Um, I really I really loved the, you know, the flea flicker play, uh, when he called it, why he called it. Again, if Wondell doesn't make an unbelievable play, you know, they, then everybody's like, ah, but he, he has, you know, I just thought he had really good instincts in, in the game uh, yesterday. Uh, did a good job communicating with the coaches, got to the zone read game, um, you know, made necessary adjustments. You know, he, he was he was locked in pretty good. Thank you. Yep. Tim Jones. Hey, James. Hi. Um, with Isaiah and that touchdown, I went back. The TV tape did not help me a lot. What did he do so right to, in my mind, to extend that play and almost give Tommy the time to get it to him, if I'm reading that properly? Yeah, no, just just that. Uh, he saw Tommy scramble. He scrambled where he needed to scramble. Um, again, something I talked about yesterday of continually trying to improve on. Um, but he's you know a big-body player that's – we've used down there and he's made some some good plays here the last couple of weeks uh, I thought Tommy put you know put the ball exactly where he needed to put it Isaiah was right where he needed to be you know has strong hands reached out plucked the ball with his hands got his feet in um, you know it was a good play it was you know there's a, a lot of a lot of times in, in this league you're gonna have to make loose plays down in the red zone um, because that's just the way it is. Defenses play, you know, route concepts really well. There's 
you know, there's some where it's timed up in exactly the way you draw it up, but a lot of times it's, you know, it's who can make loose plays and, and keep plays extended and, you know, either with your legs as a quarterback or your eyes and, you know, the skilled players being where they're supposed to be. And Isaiah, you know, he did that, you know, last year too, down in the red zone. There's, you know, a number of plays that he executed um, that weren't exactly the way it was drawn up on the paper, but had a good feel for uncovering and being available for the quarterback. Appreciate your answer. You Thank got you. it. We'll take three more. Jordan Renan. Hey, Brian. Good to see you this afternoon. Um, quick question. Feels like I just saw you, you yesterday, Jordan. Like it was just. I know, just but a I like to see ago. you every day. Yeah. I like to see you every day. And it's fair, right? Well, sure. Um, I'll have a quick one for you. Why? There's 14 quarterbacks drafted in, in this year. Why do you think Tommy wasn't one of them in retrospect? And what did you see? That made you think, okay, we want to we want to take a shot on this guy. Um, the first question is, I don't know. Um, can't give you. A, sometimes that happens. Um, the second thing is, you know, again, I, I, I've talked about this. It started at the, you know, pro day. I thought he did threw the ball well. Uh, the ball came out of his hands. He was accurate. Had quick feet. Um, and then, you know, as we progressed from OTAs to mini camps to training camps. Um, you know, he has a good good way about him, I'd say, um, one, as a leader, which I think is important. He can connect with all of his teammates. Um, you know, he's – some of the relationships he has and the things he does during practice with a guy like Ashan, you know, or then you're he's over there talking to the offensive lineman, or then he comes back. He's, he's a pretty personable, um, personable guy that I think is – Keeps his head down. He did what he was supposed to do. Again, he's we're playing four games here, so we're we're a ways away. But uh, I think the players respect how he handles himself as a person too, um, and his personality. And then he's learned, you know, he's learned our offense. Uh, again, I give a lot of credit to Shea and 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 Mike and and CJ Christian Jones, who, who spent time with him too, who's been really important for him. So. Um, you know, we put a lot of resources into this position. You need to. Um, he's come along kind of at each step. Uh, there's certain things the last three or four weeks that, you know, we've made a little bit of improvement on, but still got to go. There's The more he plays, the more he's going to see. As a, a young quarterback, you're going to see a lot. So uh, it's not always going to be perfect. Um, but he's, you know, people see him in here and, and working and, um you know, he's really just done what we've asked him to do, and then he's it's really important. He loves the game of football. Um, but I think when <clears throat> you deal with a the guy, there's I don't think he makes it bigger than it is either. It's you know, football. Um, obviously, it's at the highest level, and there's different things and coverages, and he's going to get tested. And you know, one week you can be up, one week you can be down, and we try to try to stay as steady as we can um, with his development. Tom Canavan. Hey, Brian. Uh, last night, I, I didn't hear of any injuries. Are you? I know you haven't gotten the report yet. Was there any injuries out of the game? Yeah, not not that I've not that I've heard. But I have. Um, I saw Ronnie walking in the hallway right before I came down. I said, "Anything to, of concern?" He said, "Don't think so." So um, we haven't had that meeting yet, but. When we get it tomorrow, I'll let you guys know. But hopefully, we we came out of it, um, came out of it okay. Thank you. Yep.
last one, Patty Trainer. Hey, Dave, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Dave, I just wanted to ask you about the resiliency and the just the overall attitude in the locker room. I mean, at one point, obviously, two and eight, a lot of people had you dead and buried, but this team didn't appear to give up. They believed in themselves. Can you just talk a little bit about that resiliency and what you've learned from this group? Well, Pat, I think it's something that uh, I've said this before. You talk about it starting in OTAs. Um, I mean, heck, I remember at the owners' meeting, I talked about it at the breakfast. One year has nothing to do with the next. One game has nothing to do with the next. Um, this is a tough league for everybody, uh, and you have to be able to handle the ups, and you have to be able to handle the downs. Um, you don't accept the downs, I'll tell you that. Uh, there's a lot of things that you, know, you have to do better to try to get yourself out of a rut, and that's everybody that starts with me. And you don't get too high when you're – you know, when things are going and you're winning a few games because um, this league is a humbling league. I've said it, I don't know how many times, it's a very humbling league. Uh, but what I do appreciate is the players and the coaches, um, you know, sticking together, uh, working through things, having a strong commitment to improve, uh, being good teammates. Those are all important things uh, for all of us, uh, regardless of what position you're at, to be able to do those things. And... You know, I got a lot of appreciation for, for our team and for our people in our building, but, um, you know, it's never never going to be easy. So uh, as good as it is one week, it could be, you know, as bad the next week. So try to keep uh, the focus where it needs to be. Um, do everything you can do, which is what we try to do every week, to improve and, and play our best game, you know, for that following Sunday or Monday or whenever it is. It doesn't always happen, um, that's for sure. Uh, but it doesn't mean you don't try to um, make sure it doesn't. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.